Hey, welcome to Written on Your Face. I'm Tina Powers, and I'm a holistic esthetician, a master brow artist, interior design and organization enthusiast, astrologer, and much more. I'm skilled at many things, master of a few, but I'm enthusiastic about learning and sharing what I learn after experimenting with it myself. Hey, I know you're super busy, but do me a quick favor and go click that subscribe button. You'll be notified when new episodes are released so you don't miss a thing. Hey everybody, welcome back. This week I want to talk about something that was brought up by one of my clients and I'm really glad that she brought it up because it's something that I feel like everyone, once you get to a certain age, starts to become obsessively concerned about, and that is the aging of the neck. Is there anything that you can do about it? How do you prevent it? And what can I do now to reverse any signs of aging on my neck? And I will tell you, <laughs> there's not much you can do. All right. So it, it's just sort of a thing that happens. Everyone deals with this, men and women alike. Women, of course, are much more sensitive to it because we show off our decolletage and our necks more than most men, I would say. So we become a little bit more sensitive to it because it, it will start to sag. Just like the rest of your face and the rest of the skin on your body, it will age eventually. Now, yes, there's things you can do with your diet to make sure you're getting enough of your omega-3s, for example. You're not eating too much sugar, which can cause advanced glycation end products to overdevelop in the skin and the tissues. Sure, yes, these are all wonderful ways to keep your entire body chugging along, staying healthy, keeping your collagen firm. There's topical things you can put on, retinoids, for example. Uh, and then, of course, just using moisturizer regularly is a great way to keep the skin healthy from your face to your neck, to your decolletage, to your hands, to your body, everywhere, right? But I will say, with 24 years of expertise on the subject, your neck does not lie. Now, you, your, face, your face can stay nice and plump and you know hydrated and we can cover it up and do things to it that will create the illusion of youth, but your neck is what really shows, not just your age, but your habits. For years, I've been preaching that your, your face is not just from your chin to your forehead. It's from your forehead all the way down to your cleavage, or even the cleavage itself, and then from shoulder to shoulder. That's your face. So anything that you're putting on your face, quote-unquote face, should be put on all of those areas all, every day. And then even on the backs of your hands, because these are famously the areas on the body that age the fastest. Now, I don't know if you are familiar with Nora Ephron, but she wrote, I mean, she did a ton of movies like When Harry Met Sally and just countless other movies, but she wrote a book and it was a best-selling book. And I absolutely love it because it's called, I Feel Bad About My Neck, um, and other thoughts on being a woman. And 
it is, it is hilarious and it is true. There are some true facts inside of this thing. And the first chapter is, I feel bad about my neck. And so I'm just going to read a couple of quotes from here. I think you will all appreciate the sentiments here. She says, in one, part, in one part of this chapter, she says, according to my dermatologist, the neck starts to go at 43, and that's that. You can put makeup on your face and concealer under your eyes and dye on your hair, and you can shoot collagen and Botox and Restylane into your wrinkle increases, but short of surgery, there's not a damn thing you can do about a neck. The neck is a dead giveaway. Our faces are lies, and our necks are the truth. And I absolutely love especially that last sentence, because it is true. Um, I have actually known women that are in their 30s that just haven't taken great care of the skin on their neck or their decolletage, and their face looks beautiful, but their neck is starting to age um, quite dramatically. And it's true, once you start hitting your mid-40s, you're definitely going to see the results of all of your care or lack of care up to that point. Um, now, what can you do about this? Again, like I said earlier, diet. Yes, if you dial in your diet, make sure you're getting all your nutrients, make sure you're getting enough healthy collagen in your diet, healthy fats in your diet, drinking plenty of fluids, avoiding sugars and things that make your gut sensitive because these types of things can cause cellular reactivity in the body that can destroy your collagen. Um, so you can actually age your skin more quickly through diet, believe it or not. And also what's your skincare like? I have known women in my life who will take a face cream and barely dot it and very lightly massage it into the skin, barely even like applying pressure, just ever so slightly just sort of dabbing it on as though their face was like a sheet of thin tissue paper and too much pressure would poke a hole in it or something. And I, I am here to tell you, you need to massage your face. Massaging your face helps to release tension in the muscles. There's a lot of uh, wrinkling and stuff that can occur and sagging that can occur because some of your muscles become too tight. There are junctions like around your mouth, especially on the outer part of the corner of the mouth where all these different muscles kind of converge. And if you don't get in there and massage periodically these muscles, it can create laxity. Uh, it can tighten up certain parts of those muscular areas and then the skin begins to fall. So if you want a lift, you have to really smooth out those muscle tissues, right? So um, that's just a fact. That's why facials are so great. If you go get a facial regularly, the massage that is included in that facial is really helping to address some of the areas where there are, there's built up tension in those muscles, built up tension between your eyebrows, on your forehead, above your eyebrows, uh, under your, your cheeks, um, around your mouth, on your jawline, and then of course your neck, the front of your neck, the back of your neck, your shoulders, all these areas where tension occurs, where it's sort of like bringing the tissues all into this little ball. And then you, it, the resulting activity is that the opposite side now has sagging. So 
that's something as well, of course. Make sure when you apply your moisturizers, when you apply your oils, when you apply your serums, really smooth your skin up and back. Apply some pressure. You know, when I apply my oils and my moisturizer, I really work it in. I massage my skin. I apply pressure, even pressure all the way from like the, the center of my face outward towards my ears, the center of my face outward towards my temples, and then lifting motions. And same with the neck, right? You want to go lift upwards with your massage and outwards. And those are the critical motions. Now, it's different when you talk about the skin around your eyes. You don't want to be dragging your skin around your eyes all the time. That's why you're kind of just tapping your eye cream on. It's very, very thin skin to begin with, so that's a little different. But your neck, your neck needs a little love. Your neck and your decolletage. Don't, don't be shy. Massage it in. Get all your oils everywhere. Just let your whole entire face, neck, decolletage, shoulders just be dewy and glowy and really... Give yourself the gift of a little bit of even pressure when you apply these things. And then, of course, you know, you can use tools like gua sha. There's microcurrent. I do microcurrent. I actually have a neck-specific treatment that's a lifting treatment that's very comprehensive. Uh, it has a really specific, very lovely exfoliating and firming mask. And then it includes, again, the microcurrent and massage. So it's really like stimulating and, and, and helping to smooth out some of that musculature, but it's kind of like eyebrows, you know, it's like you, you, you can prevent better than you can repair. I'll just put it that way. If once things are starting to go, it's pretty difficult to put them back <laughs> where they were. So if you're working on creating a good skincare routine for yourself and mitigating these types of like aging processes as much as possible, do not forget your neck. Make sure that you're including that in your skincare routine. Now, the other thing that people would ask, well, what about plastic surgery? What about, uh, what can a dermatologist or a plastic surgeon do? And this actually, this is funny. I'm going to read another quote from this chapter from this book because <laughs> she addresses this specifically. She says, why not go to a plastic surgeon? I'll tell you why not. If you go to a plastic surgeon and say, I'd like you to just fix my neck, he will tell you flat out that he can't do it without giving you a facelift too. And he's not lying. He's not trying to con you into spending more money. The fact is, it's all one big ball of wax. If you tighten up the neck, you've also got to tighten up the face. And that's just a fact. You can do things that will help to like eliminate, let's say, hyperpigmentation on the neck, right? Topical things like perhaps laser or something. But if you really, really want to affect change in the neck, you have to start with a preventative techniques. Uh, high quality diet, high quality skincare, massage yourself regularly, get professional skin treatments that will address these issues. Microcurrent can be lovely. Even nano infusion can help to like stimulate more collagen in the neck. So that's a, a lovely kind of newer technique. Microneedling can be done on the neck as well. So there's there's things you can do professionally um, that can help, but the sun caught my neck and I could see in the reflection of my laptop that I had sagging right where my, my neck meets my chin, <laughs> right in that junction. And I was immediately horrified, immediately horrified. I could not believe that this was happening to me because I, even though I was 43, which I guess by some standards, some people would consider 
getting old, I didn't feel that way. I felt really vibrant and I felt really youthful. I felt like my skin looked really like firm and nice. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh shit. It was like a harbinger of things to come. It, it, it was, it was the beginning. And so I started immediately making sure that I focused more on the exact things that I just mentioned to you. I just cleaned up my diet completely. <laughs> I started, uh, doing microcurrent regularly. I started doing exfoliation treatments, uh, which I already had been doing on my neck. So the skin still looks pretty good, but I, I'm, I'm 49 now. So it's been six years that I have been witnessing the transition of my skin, my body, my mind, everything kind of going through this process of getting older and I think it's wonderful to embrace your age and to be like, every step along the journey is a wonderful adventure and we should embrace it and be at peace and blah, blah. I, 100%, that's great. But also I call bullshit because every single person wants to look young forever. Everyone does. This time period where you begin to show your age is probably the most significantly uh, difficult time of life because you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, that's not me, <laughs> especially if the lighting is bad. I mean, no shit. If you look in the mirror and you've got some weird up lighting or something, it is going to just showcase all of your wrinkles, all the texture in your skin, all the places where your skin might be sagging. And certainly anything that might be going on with your neck. Honestly, there's, there's a reason that Diane Keaton has worn a turtleneck like every day since she was in her 40s. It's for this very reason. She didn't want to get a facelift because when you get a facelift, you just look like tight as a drum. Everyone has the same face when they get a facelift. It looks crazy. And then your neck, yes, it looks better, but at what cost? If it's worth it to you, absolutely check it out. I mean, some people like that aesthetic. No judgment. For me personally, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say hard pass on the facelift. Yes, I look at my face, I look at my neck and I think, oh, remember when I was 20 and I had this like beautiful, long, elegant neck? I still do, but it's just changing. And I think, I think it's okay. I think it's okay. I, I'm doing everything that I can do to prevent the rapid demise of the smooth quality of my skin in general, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to surgically enhance myself to meet some beauty standard that I didn't even set. That's just me. So take it or leave it. That's sort of my two cents on the, th on the issue. I think if, if you are someone whose face is always in the public eye and you want to always look youthful, maybe a facelift is something that you would consider. Um, if you are someone who's in the public eye and you want to be an example of, uh, acceptance of the aging process, then maybe you don't get a facelift. Maybe you just take excellent care of yourself. I think as we get older, we focus more on our personal care. We focus more on our 
body's needs. We pay closer attention to our mental health, all these things about ourselves. We just don't have the external distraction of raising kids and building a career or whatever. I mean, I think most people, once you get to a certain age, you know, you, you find stability. There's a stabilization point that we all get to, but it's usually not until at least like the mid forties, I think, um, just from speaking to people in my inner circle, reading books from people that have passed this point and just experiencing it myself at this point, this is a natural process and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're really concerned about your neck, these are the tips that I would suggest. First and foremost, diet. Secondarily, massage your products into your skin. Improve the quality of what you are using on your skin. Look for things like peptides. Look for things like, you know, perhaps a retinol or vitamin C. Um, look for plumping agents like hyaluronic acid, you know, these actives that are so common. You don't have to complicate the situation, but you can enhance your current routine by using these tools. I personally use a gua sha periodically, uh, especially on my neck, but also on my face. I just love the massage of the tool and just being able to drain out excess lymph and smooth out the musculature. I find it really satisfying and relaxing. And I, I definitely see benefits, but I also pair that with professional skincare treatments. So it's from my mouth to your ears, take good care of yourself and start young. If you're in your twenties and you're listening to this, just take my advice. Start now. If you're in your thirties and you're listening to this, believe me, time is marching forward. Make sure that you're taking excellent care of yourself and figure it out now. Because again, prevention is key with everything. So I hope this answers some questions for any of you out there who are also concerned about the state of your neck and keep the questions coming. I love it. Thanks for joining me today. All of the editing, recording, subject, content, production, everything is done by yours truly. So go on over and click that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and it lets me know who is out there listening. Uh, rate and review the show. Let me know what you'd like to hear. Uh, what do you want me to talk about? Who knows? Your question or your request might get answered on a future episode. Find me online at powerspotseattle.com, on social media at powerspotseattle, and also at heytpow on Instagram and TikTok. All right. Good talk. <laughs>